Today in Security from Wired. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off US versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous US China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from TD Ameritrade. Meet their newest trading platform, Think or Swim Web. It has all the essential tools and strategies in a streamlined interface, no download necessary. Think or Swim Web. Trading. Streamlined. Visit tdameritrade.com slash thinkorswimweb to get started. Security news this week. China and Iran tried to hack the Biden and Trump campaigns, plus an iOS zero day, surveillance planes and more of the week's top security news by Andy Greenberg and Lily A. Newman. The world's cybersecurity woes can feel like a sideshow when physical violence is being inflicted on protesters in most major U.S. cities. But those conflicts overlap. That's why we at Wired published a guide to keeping yourself and your devices safe from digital surveillance while you protest. We also reported on how non-lethal crowd control weapons pose a serious danger to protesters and how the 1033 program created by the National Defense Authorization Act allowed police to inherit hand-me-down military equipment. The result has been armored military vehicles in our neighborhoods and police who look ready to storm Fallujah rather than encounter peaceful protesters armed with water bottles. In non-mass revolution news, Zoom's decision to add end-to-end encryption only to paying customers' accounts, after initially claiming it offered the feature to everyone, raised the hackles of privacy advocates. Facebook rolled out long-overdue privacy features that let you move posts en masse to a private archive. Google's Chrome, too, is adding privacy and security features, like enhanced safe browsing designed to warn users about phishing sites, and a password manager that automatically checks your passwords against collections of leaked user credentials. Riot Games launched the long-awaited first-person shooter game Valorant, whose lack of moderation on users immediately led to a toxic environment for female players. Pandemic sheltering in place appears to have led to a boom in dark web weed sales, and the Pentagon is using a bot to find software vulnerabilities before the bad guys do. Record numbers of people are downloading Signal to send encrypted messages. If you're one of them, and you should be, there's a link here in the article at Wired.com. Chinese hackers target Biden campaign and Iranian actors hit Trump campaign. 
Google's threat analysis group said on Thursday that a China-linked hacking group known as APT31, or Zirconium, has targeted Joseph Biden's presidential campaign staff with phishing attacks, and that the Iran-linked actor APT35, or Charming Kitten, has been launching phishing attacks against Donald Trump's campaign. Shane Huntley, who leads TAG, said the researchers have not seen signs that these assaults were successful. Google sent warnings to impacted users about the behavior and also informed federal law enforcement. Microsoft issued a similar warning in October that APT35 was targeting the Trump campaign. The activity is also in keeping with Russia's actions ahead of the 2016 United States presidential election, in which Russian hackers launched highly consequential phishing attacks against campaigns and political organizations. Anonymous resurfaces amidst nationwide protests. The leaderless hacktivist collective known as Anonymous hasn't been much of a force to be reckoned with since 2011 or so, when it rampaged across the internet in a so-called summer of lulls. But as movement for Black Lives protests grew over the past week, someone self-identifying as Anonymous has raised its flag again. News outlets picked up new threats from the group against Donald Trump and the Minneapolis Police Department, which is responsible for the killing of George Floyd that set off a new wave of demonstrations. A collection of email addresses and passwords of Minneapolis police officers published by the group, however, turned out to be old credentials picked out of previous hacker dumps. The group's new actions seemed to have amounted to a short-lived distributed denial-of-service attack on the Minneapolis police website. Military surveillance planes flew over U.S. protests. High above the ubiquitous helicopters hovering over U.S. cities during the current protests, military planes, usually used in Iraq and Afghanistan, were also watching the descent below. Tech news site Motherboard reviewed data from ADS-B Exchange, a repository of air traffic control information, and found evidence that an RC-26B military-style reconnaissance aircraft was circling Las Vegas. The FBI also deployed small Cessna aircraft, which the Freedom of the Press Foundation believes likely carried devices known as dirt boxes, airborne versions of the MC catcher systems that impersonate cell phone towers to intercept users' communications and track the identities of protesters. Critical sign-in with Apple bug nets $100,000 from Bug Bounty. Last year, Apple introduced a universal sign-in feature that third-party developers can embed in their services so users can authenticate with their existing Apple accounts rather than set up an additional account. The tool has a number of privacy-geared features, but researcher Bavik Jain found a vulnerability that allowed him to generate Apple ID login tokens to take over third-party app accounts. The bug is now fixed, and Apple awarded Jane $100,000 for the finding as part of its expanded bug bounty program. Jane says that Apple reviewed its sign-in-with-Apple logs to determine that the bug was not exploited prior to its discovery. Though this bug was a bit nasty, I still think sign-in-with-Apple is good and robust, Jane told Wired. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. 
you'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.